Hello, my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypnobirthing Podcast. Hello and welcome back everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of the podcast. In today's episode, I am welcoming on another guest, which is always fun. It's always nice to have a guest on because they bring a different perspective and it's just a bit different to listening to me all the time. The guest today is my good friend, Amelia. We actually met doing a hypnobirthing course when we were both pregnant. So we um, have that definitely in common that we, uh, we like hypnobirthing. And we have obviously stayed friends throughout our children growing up for the last four years. And she has kindly offered to come and be a guest on the podcast because she has had two induction experiences. My last episode was all about inductions and whether they're necessary. And I talked about some of the stats on them and things that you can do if you are faced with an induction, things like that. And I wanted to follow it up with having a chat with somebody who has actually experienced inductions and Amelia is the perfect person to talk to about that because she has had two and she has had two very different induction experiences the first being quite negative um, and then the second one after she did hypnobirthing was very positive and a very different experience for her and so she is a very good person to have a listen to if you want to know a bit more about inductions and if you want to know how hypnobirthing can help um, obviously it can help all types of births but for this purpose for this episode and um, particularly inductions so without further ado I will play the episode and I really hope you enjoy it so hello and welcome to Amelia hello <laughs> welcome to the podcast thank you for having me so um, Amelia and I know each other because we did our actual hypnobirthing course together when we were pregnant with my oldest and her youngest, um, which was four years ago. And uh, yeah, that's how we met. So our um, children have been pretty friendly since. Yes. They're both now almost four and yeah, kind of being little terrors. <laughs> no, not really, they're lovely. Um, so Amelia, you have two boys. Yes, I've got my eldest is Toby, he's eight um, going to be nine in November and Otis as you said he's three and going to be four in November yeah so you have a bit of a gap between them yes there's five years and two week gap to the oh, day oh wow difference That's specific <laughs> um, and you were induced with both of them yes so my birthing experience was that I was induced with Toby and with Otis and that's the reason I wanted you to come on because yes. um, Amelia has experience of obviously two inductions one being perhaps more negative and the second one after she did hypnobirthing being a much different more positive experience so I felt like her knowledge and her experience would be really helpful for people out there who perhaps are facing an induction okay so can you tell us a bit about Toby's birth so your first birth okay so Toby's birth um as you mentioned was completely different to Otis's I won't go into too much negative detail, but it wasn't a very positive experience for me. I had preeclampsia with Toby and therefore was induced. I was quite poorly um, throughout the, um, the birthing experience and then after. Um, so I had quite a negative mindset, especially in the first couple of months of Toby yeah. being born. I was yeah quite unhappy. I didn't understand why 
Did you feel like you had prepared for an induction? Did you know much about inductions before you had Toby? Uh, I was incredibly naive when it came to Toby's birth. I wasn't equipped with any knowledge, any information. I naively just assumed I was going to have a very easy, not easy birth, but no complications. I'd go into hospital, have Toby, leave and come home and everything Mm -hmm. would be fine. Obviously that didn't happen. And I think because I didn't ask questions... I was equipped with no knowledge. I think that kind of, unfortunately, I had a a really negative experience, so. So once you'd had, so you touched briefly on it, but once you had Toby, you felt quite negative afterwards. You were in quite a bad mindset. It wasn't the sort of picture you had imagined in your mind. No, definitely. I, I think because I was in hospital for a couple of weeks after Toby was born and even his um, Toby's dad had to take him home away from me because I was quite poorly mm. um, again it's not what I had in that envisioned I didn't expect it was going to happen and I think therefore I wasn't equipped with how to mentally cope with having a baby especially yeah. after having a negative birth yeah and the way it went exactly you, yeah. yeah exactly so going into Toby's birth obviously you said that you hadn't prepared that much you didn't know that much about what was going to happen when you heard the words induction did you know much about inductions and I didn't know anything about inductions and I think that meant that I became quite scared and I didn't really have time to prepare either because I didn't realize I was going to be induced right I went to hospital and that was that was what happened that was the plan so I wasn't equipped really to mm-hmm. deal with it and unfortunately that meant I was very scared in hospital as we know if you're scared then you you release adrenaline and that makes birth harder anyway definitely I I think because I wasn't I wasn't at all confident I felt as I mentioned I was scared I think that probably played a significant part Mm -hmm. to the fact that I had a negative birthing experience it was very long induced on the monday and didn't have toby until the wednesday right so it was very laborious i was very much just you know laying on the bed yeah i didn't get up and move around etc it wasn't what i was expecting i think as well the other thing with inductions is there's often um an assumption that if you're induced it'll be really quick and your labor will be fast Mm. and that often isn't the case as with you it was long and definitely with toby it was a very long process but I think that definitely is because I had a negative mindset. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in control. And I think because I, I wasn't very immobile, and I think that kind of just, prolonged yeah. the birthing yeah, experience. Yeah, none of that helped. You weren't... Exactly. But then you didn't have the knowledge at the time. I, exactly. So. No knowledge. It's understandable. <laughs> exactly. No knowledge. So when you found out you were pregnant, like, what was it, about four and a half years after? Yes. How did you feel about that obviously based off of the fact that you had quite a negative experience one of the reasons why we waited so long to have a second child was because of having such a negative experience yeah. the first time yeah i i didn't want to put myself or matt my husband through that again mm-hmm. it was so impactful on my life and ours how really, negative yeah. i felt afterwards that i just i was too scared to go through it again understandable um so when I found out I was pregnant I was incredibly worried (laughs) and scared which I think kind of made me realize that I needed to find something that could help me through it yeah and equip me with 
the, the tools to be able to have a much better experience second time round. And so that's kind of what made you decide to do hypnobirthing. Where did you first hear about hypnobirthing? Um, I actually saw it on um, my friend put some information about so um, hypnobirthing on social media and she was explaining how what a positive experience she had. So mm. I looked into it. Did you feel quite worried at the idea that an induction could be possible second time? Was it an induction that made you scared or was it just birth in general that made you feel quite scared second time? I think both. I thought the reason my birth was quite bad was because of the induction, because you go from yeah zero to... And how many weeks were you with Toby when you induced? I was 40... Oh, okay. I so was, you were well, I was over. I was uh, technically over. I was right. 41, I think. Okay. Um, weeks... But yeah, you're kind of, if when you're induced, you're sort of forcing your body to do something, exactly. aren't you, that's not, it might not have been ready to do, mm-hmm. so, which is obviously why it's a slightly different experience to going into labour naturally, which I talk about in my previous episode. <laughs> I just wanted something that would help me not just be able to feel more confident and cope with the birth, but also equip me mentally afterwards, mm-hmm. and that's what hypnobirthing yeah. seemed to enabled you to do it was kind of you were therefore in control you could have the power to get through an experience positively so how did hypnobirthing help in the run-up to your labor so what kind of what did you take from it that helped you not feel so scared when you were leading up to giving birth I think the most important thing is it gave me the knowledge it gave me information that I didn't even realise first time round, things I learned through hypnobirthing. It gave me the tools as well to feel obviously confident, but also calm, mm-hmm. the affirmations, and you do the meditation as well, the relaxation part of hypnobirthing was key, and it was so helpful mm-hmm. during, you know, especially when you have a child as well, yeah. you can get in the zone and relax, and I think that to the lead up, being calm and relaxed, was so imperative mm-hmm. to how I feel like I had a positive birthing experience the second time round. I was in a completely different mindset and that made me feel so much more confident. That's definitely one of the things that hypnobirthing does is that it kind of goes in and changes any negative views or experiences you have about birth to positive so like a lot of people even if it's your first baby might have very negative ideas of what birth is because they've seen birth on tv and in films or heard about Mm. it from people Um, but in your case obviously yours was from a genuine experience you had which is why you felt so negative towards it the fact that it managed to change your mindset from that to something positive Mm. is just incredible and it just shows why it's so worth doing because it if it can change your mindset surely it can change anyone's <laughs> exactly it's crazy because as I said I was very negative about having a second baby or the birthing experience anyway and it completely changed my mindset I actually thought even though I had quite a tricky first birth the second time round, I was quite adamant I was going to have a home birth that's how much it changed right, my wow, mindset okay yeah I thought do you know what I'm going to be able to do this from home so that yeah that just shows how much it changed your yeah your yeah where you were the place where you were after you had Toby definitely so tell us about Otis's birth then how did it go so you had you were induced again um I had the signs of preeclampsia second time round I was 41 weeks and they decided to induce me but I was absolutely fine with that I felt confident I had the tools from hypnobirthing to make me feel empowered that I could get through a birth and I just assumed as well that it was going to be this quite a long process Mm -hmm. 
as before. But it wasn't. And it was the most, it sounds crazy, it was the most wonderful experience. Like I would I would have a third baby. Yeah. I would go through birth again, yeah. just purely on the fact that I had such a positive experience with Otis. That's, yeah, I feel like that as well. So, I know, it's crazy. It's, and I, it's all 100% down to hypnobirthing, yeah. because it transforms your mindset. Yeah. And with Otis, so I was induced again on the Monday and just thought, even my husband brought his laptop down from work because he worked in the hospital at the time. No, right. We thought this was going to be such a slow process. I'm just going to do some work. While <laughs> um, so I started having the contractions, but I was list- I was in the zone, <laughs> kneeling over the chair, just doing my breathing. So you were upright, like upright, you know, in an upright comple- position. Completely different position. I wasn't laying on the bed. I was upright, leaning over a chair, doing my breathing, completely in my zone, listening to the meditation music. And and it was completely different. And I was just breathing. And the contractions were actually manageable. Right. They were painful, but completely manageable. Yeah, it's completely different. Because with Toby, my first birth, I had every drug imaginable. Right, yeah. I had pethidine. Yeah. um, I had an epidural. I had gas and air, I had everything. I yeah. I demanded everything because I didn't think I could cope with the pain. Right. This time round, completely different. I didn't feel like I needed anything at that time. I think as well you that's a good way to describe it being manageable because for some people it's definitely painless. For some yeah. people out there they don't have pain, but a lot of people do experience pain, um, which is perfectly normal and fine and you know yeah. oh, definitely. we never say you shouldn't in hypnobirthing but the fact that it made it manageable is what's really important because it does make it manageable it's there and you can still feel it but it's the way you perceive that pain or that sensation yeah is different because your mindset's different and it makes it more manageable and there's also I found it really empowering that I could deal with a contraction and just breathe through it. Right, yeah, exactly. And it's, it almost kind of makes you feel... You, you feel so kind of empowered and yeah. and strong... Yeah. ...that you your body, yeah. you, you can... You're doing go, it. You're yeah. working with your body. Exactly. Like it's doing this... You're doing it together. It's exactly. not against each other. It's doing it together. Exactly. And so after maybe half an hour, I think, of starting to feel... I went for a walk and then came mm-hmm. back. And that's something I would never have done first time. No. I've gone for a walk. No. And I came back... And my waters broke. And I didn't have my waters break the first time around. They had to do it for me. And I was just like, what's happening? I just thought that they would do the same thing. And I thought, oh my gosh. And then um, the nurse came over and she said, you're going to have to get on the bed and we need to examine you. And I was like, there's no way you're going to examine me because I'm not even going to be dilated. I was very adamant. There's no way. I was so headstrong. And so she came back maybe 10 minutes time. And I kind of like calmed down a bit. And then she said, right, you're, I think, seven centimetres dilated. And I was just like, what? She goes, we need to get, we need to get you into the delivery room. I suppose you didn't want that disappointment of being examined or being told you were like half a centimetre or a centimetre or... It was, exactly. My mindset was I was in for the long, the long haul. And if I was going to be examined, then I was going to just, it was going to destroy my my positive mentality. Which is why it's important to think about whether it is 
necessary to be examined, which is what you did. And so I couldn't believe it. And at this point, I still had no gas and air. I was just literally breathing the baby out, as they say. (laughs) And then the the hospital was amazing. And bear in mind, this was four four years ago. I told the midwives that I was doing hypnobirthing and they, in the delivery room, everyone knew that I was doing hypnobirthing and they joined in with affirmations and it was such an amazing experience and this is four years ago when it wasn't even that well known then exactly amazing even my husband was saying the affirmations and um it was completely different and I did ask for gas and air but only to just to chew on the um, (laughs) (laughs) to, to chew on the and for me because I had an epidural the first time mm. round, and because I was quite in and out of consciousness, because I was right. quite poorly, yeah. I was so in control the second time round. I could feel every contraction. You almost probably wanted to. I, it was amazing to feel. Yeah. I don't know if I can say the ring of fire, if that's going to be anyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> quite a common, common <laughs> word term, yeah. But to, have to, to be able to feel... Him crowning. Him crowning, that's the better thing. <laughs> to feel him crowning was probably one of the best feelings wow. I've ever had. How positive is that? Because I knew that I was doing it and I was in that's control. Amazing. And and like you say, the pain was totally manageable. And it's such a short period of time. Yeah, it is. It is. It doesn't seem like it always, but it is. It is because it it's over with. And within about 15, 20 minutes of being in the delivery room, Otis was born. Amazing. So it wasn't even, maybe it was less than two hours. So quick. From being induced so to having quick. him. And I honestly feel that it was due to hypnobirthing. Yeah. The fact that I was mentally prepared, I was breathing, I was upright, I was in all the correct positions. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't delaying yeah. the birth because of you kind of you weren't letting it just happen to you you yeah. were you were controlling it and you can't really control what happens no. when you give birth but you can definitely control your mind which is so powerful exactly. so in your mind you were in control and mm-hmm. you everything yeah. was going the way that you wanted it to go whereas first time you probably felt completely out of control and definitely. stuff's all just happening that's exactly exactly it i was so positive the second time round and it was just such an amazing experience I love that you felt so empowered when you could feel like yeah. feeling the pain and feeling yeah. the, the crowning knew. like how that's so good I think that's such a good testament mm. to hypnobirthing because how empowered did you feel like that yeah. I think that's really great you just feel you feel so strong yeah. with as as physically because your body is go you're yeah. allowing your body to kind of you do what go it needs with, to do exactly but mentally and I think that is so important yeah. to prepare your mind mentally gain the knowledge of what to yeah. expect and what's happening to your body while you're in exactly. labor exactly you must have felt afterwards completely different Definitely. It was, well, first of all, I was, I was able to hold Otis because I was, I didn't have any drugs. I was completely aware of where I was and my surroundings. And um, yeah, it was a completely different feeling. And and I almost felt a little bit guilty because I didn't have those feelings the first time around. Yeah, no, I get that. I think because of having a positive birthing experience and that coupled with having... The hypnobirthing 
empowerment as Mm. that is is, and the affirmations and kind of preparing yourself mentally I think that allowed me to leave the hospital feeling so much more confident yeah I bet yeah just confident yeah is like with having a new baby Mm. and yeah in just in yourself exactly what would your advice be then to someone who is facing an induction or ends up having an induction like what would their what would your advice be to them my first piece of advice would be to any person who is pregnant and i <laughs> i feel like i'm a complete advocate of hypnobirthing now and as soon as i find out a oh, friend, yeah. friend or a work colleague who's pregnant i'm like you need to do hypnobirthing yeah. <laughs> if you do one thing it's hypnobirthing, hypnobirthing. I, uh, yeah so that is my first piece of advice I couldn't recommend it enough very good advice <laughs> it is by far the best thing I've ever done I have to admit I probably didn't read the book <laughs> I, okay. fa- I found that doing the course mm-hmm. was helpful enough yeah. some people are um, like much more visual learners yeah I found that yeah. I think because I do know people who've maybe just read the yeah. book but yeah. for me and for other like yeah. friends of mine I think going to the course yeah. and meeting people as well I feel like it's yeah, like the we new each other. yeah it like is. meeting yeah. friends like we're yeah. all really good friends still yeah. and um it's I think that helps as well you have friends as well on your birthing journey who (laughs) are in the same mindset exactly and then you can kind of understand it and I think that's really important and you can all kind of like encourage each other and move each other up exactly (laughs) and I think we even went through stages like sending affirmations to each other it's really encouraging and so nice so what Um, other advice would you have I think again it goes back to knowledge is power I think Mm -hmm. having been induced previously, I just assumed that it was going to be a really the same experience, but inducing it it doesn't, it's not like that at all. And I think hypnobirthing and the course itself, I learned a lot more about birth as well. They equip you with information Mm -hmm. that even I didn't know and I had already had a child. So many people say that to me. They've had previous children. I can't believe I've had like one or two children and I didn't know this. It's it's quite amazing. I think one of the things as well, because you're equipped with confidence Mm. and therefore that they taught us that you don't have to agree with what your midwife is saying no. or what your doctor is saying and because I, I was high risk as well right. they having preeclampsia they said you can't have a home birth and i felt confident enough due to hypnobirthing yeah um to say no i, I can ha- i can and you i know want to you're right thing. you know um, that home birth that yeah. is a right yeah. yeah exactly also you said that it empowers you and it definitely empowers you to go and ask questions about it so mm-hmm. obviously you were induced both times because of preeclampsia and that's a fair enough reason to be induced but a lot of people and 70 percent of people are induced because they're overdue oh really um which is a huge number you know mm-hmm. the majority of people are, are induced for that reason and so as you you know as you've kind of demonstrated it can change your um birth experience a lot being induced so it's something that hypnobirthing definitely does is empowers you to ask questions yeah. is it necessary do i need to be induced yeah. you know what are the risks of not what are the mm. risks of doing it etc so you i don't really need to ask this question but you <laughs> would recommend hypnobirthing 100 <laughs> percent. yeah it's it's such an amazing thing and i still can't believe that it can something so simple as well it's such simple um, it's just how our bodies are designed to give birth it's not like any real secret it's just scientific and logical and it's not any there's no secret yeah there's no super behind it no it's so it's such a simple 
thing. Yeah. But it has such significant right. and powerful results. And it's changed your life yeah, from doing it. Definitely. When I, I feel such I definitely feel that hypnobirthing not only helped me throughout the birth and after, like immensely. Like mm. I can't even put into words how, how different amazing. it was. But I definitely feel that it's helped me after. If you feel slightly anxious as a person, I think you take techniques and things away from hypnobirthing that will help you in just everyday life. And I think that's so, that itself is just so powerful. Yeah, so yes. Thoroughly recommended by Thoroughly, <laughs> thoroughly recommended. <laughs> cool, okay. Well, thank you so much for coming and chatting. Thank you. So thank you very much to Amelia for coming on and for sharing her stories with the podcast. I hope that everybody found that useful and interesting and that if you are facing an induction, you feel perhaps a little more confident about it and hopefully it's inspired you to have a think about hypnobirthing. So please join me again in two weeks time for episode 11 I usually know what I'm going to record next but I actually don't know at the moment so I might ask on my social media and see what people would like to hear Um, but I will definitely be back in two weeks time with a new episode so I will speak to you then goodbye